0: One of the greatest historians of the early church, Eusebius, who wrote, I think it was a a seven-volume book called Church History or the History of the Church. When he, from kind of the late third century into the fourth century, looked back at the original apostles, I want you to hear how he described them. Here's a paragraph from his church history. Those inspired and wonderful men, Christ's apostles, had completely purified their lives and cultivated every spiritual virtue, but their speech was that of every day. The divine, wonder-working power bestowed on them by the Savior filled them with confidence, and having neither the ability nor the desire to present the teachings of the Master with rhetorical subtlety or literary skill— they relied only on demonstrating the divine spirit working with them and on the miraculous power of Christ fully operative in them. Thus, they proclaimed the knowledge of the kingdom of heaven through the whole world, giving very little thought to the business of writing books. The reason for this practice was the ever-present help of a greater superhuman ministry. And that second to last word there, superhuman, really caught my eye on reading that quote. Maybe you've heard me talk about this before, but one of my favorite things about the opening of First John 1 is the way that the apostle John, the uh, the apostle whom Jesus loved, as he called himself, I love the way that in that first 11 verses of that chapter, he does this unbelievable job of, of blending a high Christology and what I would refer to as a low Christology, meaning he is totally God, so preeminent, so glorious, and yet totally a man, someone we knew, someone we physically touched, that we saw with our own eyes. I love that sort of, again, super and yet human quality. So as I was reading that quote that I just read to you, it struck me that you could actually take it apart, that you could look at the the superhuman parts, and then you could also look at the human parts. And so because you and I are endeavoring to follow Jesus in both supernatural ways and also perfectly normal human ways, I want to read those to you. So here would be the super, the superhuman, the supernatural parts of that quotation. Listen, those inspired men, Christ's apostles, inspiration, the fact that something uh, like a torch flickering within is inspiring us, making us bigger than normal human life. Yes, you and I are inspired had completely purified their lives. And what Eusebius doesn't say, perhaps quite as well as he should, is that it was the blood of Jesus that completely purified their lives. Friends, we don't do this work of purification ourselves. We rely on the blood. We rely on the finished work of that Jesus who died for us to do the work internally. The divine, wonder-working power bestowed on them by the Savior filled them. Brothers and sisters, there is a divine, meaning heavenly, meaning out of this world, wonder-working power that has been dropped into you. It fills you. It could even fill you more if you would release even more of yourself, your will, your mind, your heart, your spirit to him. They relied only on demonstrating the divine spirit working with them. Two words are important there. Demonstrating. They went about their Monday, their Thursday, their everyday life demonstrating that divine spirit, that heavenly spirit. And I love the last part there. Working with them. They were yoked with Jesus. They were working with him and he with them. And on the miraculous power of Christ, fully operative in them. Don't forget that promise. When Jesus said, I tell you the truth, you will do even greater things than me. Jesus, the son of God, your brother to the same father in heaven has promised that your life would have overabundant qualities even beyond what we see in the gospels in his life. Wow, last part. The reason was the ever-present help of a greater superhuman ministry. The important word there, ever-present. So whether you're sitting in your car right now listening to this podcast, you're taking a walk, you're sitting on your couch, wherever you are right now, the ever-present help of the greater superhuman ministry of Jesus of Nazareth is yours. Whether you just need baseline comfort, peace, whether you need overwhelming, supernatural, miraculous power to break through, it's ever present. So friends, that's the reading of that quotation in the superhuman quality. But what about the human? What about the normal? What about the nine to five normalcy that is our human life? We'll listen to the quote again from that side. Those wonderful men, Christ's apostles. I want to remind you of this. You and I can be wonderful. We can be wonderful in a heavenly, wondrous way, but you know what else? We can just be great people. We can be the kindest, gentlest, most helpful people that any people have ever met. We can be wonderful, cultivated every spiritual virtue, I'd remind you yet again, it is our task to wake up every morning and to cultivate the spirit of heaven. But that is a human activity. It's the way we read the gospels. It's the way we delve deeper into Paul's writings to understand the deeper theologies of the way of Jesus. It's the way that we pray. It's the way that we listen for his voice. It's the way we worship. It's the way we take a walk with our dog and say hi to the neighbor down the street. We cultivate these spiritual virtues, but their speech was that of every day. I'd remind you, it is deeply important that you are able to speak first-handedly of Jesus in a tongue that makes perfect sense to anyone. We don't need any kind of code language in this Christian thing. We need to be able to speak perfectly naturally of the one who has come to set us free. The divine power bestowed on them by the Savior filled them with confidence. We are meant to be confident. Even if you're going through a torturous day today, or you just feel completely out of control in your life right now, you are meant to be filled with confidence, His confidence. Go to Him and ask And having neither the ability nor the desire to present the teachings of the master with rhetorical subtlety or literary skill, they proclaimed the knowledge of the kingdom of heaven through the whole world. You cannot proclaim what you do not know. You should not speak of Jesus what you've heard by rote, what you have heard secondhand. It is your job to know this kingdom way, to know its king for yourself but what a glorious task it is to learn and I love the ending in the human version giving very little thought to the business of writing books and the confession from me is I have written some books why? I don't know I guess I just want others to be as excited about him as I am so you and I We're not about the business of writing books, of creating some sort of personal, important legacy. Our entire work is just making sure that everyone we know knows Jesus. So whatever this day holds for you, whatever you're going through, whether you're listening the day I record this or years from now, my encouragement to you is let's go be superhuman. Let's be supernaturally connected to Jesus, enjoying all that is ours in the heavenly economy, and let's be perfectly human about it. Let's speak naturally. Let's delight in a a normal day-to-day sort of way in all that is ours right now. I pray it would be a glorious, glorious journey for you. Thanks so much for listening.